I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live doing our podcast. You can find us on crowdcast.io. Uh, it's in the show notes already. The link is in the show notes. Somebody wrote in yesterday asking, how do I get, watch y'all live on a podcast? And I said, oh, I'll add it to the show notes. Well, guess what, y'all? We had already put it in the show notes because that's how long we've been doing this thing. We, we anticipated your needs. So, uh, anytime you have a question, look in the show notes first and then, uh, you might find, it's already there most um, of the time it is today is a special day uh because it is the annual tradition on the show mother's day we have my mom on mm-hmm. and father's day we have my dad on what's going on dad hey what's up people how you doing son good glad Karen, you can make it my people How, how's your father's day going so far hey it's wonderful man got up did a little stuff around the house you know and got out i even took a shower i hear you <laughs> yeah i i uh i got wished a happy father's day yesterday you Um, did it was hilarious coming from this restaurant we went out to this restaurant in the middle of the day um it was nice uh we what me and karen do is we save restaurants on instagram Mm -hmm. and we have like a list called like food goals and Mm -hmm. we share the list and you know whenever we have some downtime we'll just pick one of the restaurants and just go out there and check them out word so we went to this place called 204 north it's on uh i think north tron or something mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. pretty pretty fancy kind of like expensive food place but not so fancy you gotta like dress up or anything right oh yeah uh but we didn't know what the prices were we just was like whatever we spending we spending today you know oh, wow okay but then on the way back this woman in the street was just like happy father's day and i you know i don't even correct people i just keep walking like all right have a good one then she was like you got any change you can spare i was like oh Uh it was a setup yeah yeah it was a Mm -hmm. trick you don't care about if i'm a father or not you look like (laughs) you look like my dad you look like my baby daddy (laughs) (laughs) she was trying to get get this bread i don't blame her though because they was out everybody was out she was working it was yeah Yeah. i was like because i already i was you know i don't take the time to correct people yeah it's, it's whatever it is carlos tagged me in a father's day post on facebook today i was, oh, guess wow. he forgot oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's trying to sit, throw a hint y'all need to get busy over there <laughs> i think it's like that i think it's like uh the term i think it's like the term milf in in, yeah, in right. society yeah, where it's exactly. just really it just means a woman is a certain age That's and you right. still will have sex with That's her right. yep. doesn't yep. mean she's actually a mom <laughs> right yep. no she ain't got to be a mom yep. um as always you can leave if you have questions or things you want to uh ask my dad you can uh do so in the chat by um uh one of the one of the options you have in the chat is making your your the thing into a question mm-hmm. and uh we'll try to monitor that and 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 ask uh questions from the audience uh, of course uh we still got a show plan so we're gonna talk about some topics and all that stuff as well um yes uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme um oh. go ahead karen okay i wanted to uh uh let everybody know 
uh we actually went to go see earthquake and that was part of uh roger's daddy's uh father's day gift we had a ball i haven't excellent i have not laughed that hard like Same. live in a concert in years like Beautiful. i'm talking about, like it got to be decades since i've actually it mm. was like i literally and i don't sweat i literally broke out in a sweat mm. i had a ball from the first comedian to the last one it was so much fun it was yeah. excellent yes it was thank you so much for that treat i was surprised i complained a little bit because you know how I am. yeah <laughs> it's part of the surprise i'm like you should have told me and i was looking <laughs> like but it would not be a surprise old man i gotta rearrange my day i gotta brush my teeth at a different time <laughs> yeah yeah me me and your wife you know the women we had kind of prepared for it and yeah, stuff like yeah, that that's right so uh we got you know got the tickets as, as soon as i seen that little email it was like earthquake i was like oh bitch i'm going bye right. bye bye yeah. Yep, yep. That's one thing. I'm not trying to be funny. That's one thing I like about getting old. And uh, shout out to COVID because COVID allowed me to say some of my coins up. Yep. So um, I I actually got, it's a running joke. I call it rides money, even though it's our money. But I just feel better when I call it rides money. So I don't feel like it's coming out of my pocket, even though it's coming out of both <laughs> our accounts. So I love spending rides money on shit like this. I yeah, had a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a older crowd too which uh you know i recommend if going to see earthquake because first of all old niggas don't shoot each other so <laughs> you don't have to worry about no no violence popping off just yep. in case um but then the, like people was on time they was oh, they was there early order, they was orderly um they were a great crowd you know um you know when we first came in i heard i heard one dude talking about uh how he was like you know I, I i didn't watch the special or whatever but you know he's a little vulgar he said the n-word a lot i was like oh do these people know who they about to go see that's what i know, said right? i was like because you you're gonna get a lot of nigga he was talking about his church stuff you know i went to church and the lord and he was sitting on the front front row was right that, next to the stage was that right. the person behind me yeah, yeah. 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 he was cracking yes. up you know I and, said, and uh yeah. The uh, what he was, was it? perpetrating. The middle comedian looked at him. He said, "I didn't know if you was gonna like me or not." Right. Told you just looked yeah, at know, him right. with that stern face the whole yeah. time. Yeah, he yeah. cracked up. I think also like I, I think black people who are openly afraid of the n word is really more like uh being afraid of trying crack. I really think I don't think it's as offensive as they say it is. I think they need to believe that. Yep. so they won't say it because everybody i know that's been my friend who told me they don't say it once they hang out with me and they see i don't i don't care they start saying it more than i do that's i'll right. be like damn what what happened to all that you used to be that. like i'm a negus yeah not, did, didn't justin I'm, used to be like that now justin was like that yeah. Vic was like that a bunch of people was like that i i so it's just funny that he made that loud proclamation before the show and he was laughing the hardest of anybody yeah, he in there cracking yeah and, and he was laughing hard at the other dudes and they were saying it a lot too yep. so I don't, I don't know why you know i get it but it's just funny to see I, it was funny because i said if he's telling the truth he gonna hate this show <laughs> that's that's what i said because i seen earthquake stand up and he said the nick he said mm-hmm. nigga a lot 
Yes, so if, if that dude is really yeah. like anti yeah. N word, bro, right. why you just wasted all your money? Yes, but initially he had his arm. The dude had his arms folded, like he was saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna see what this mm-hmm. is gonna be about." But before it was over, he was guffawing and throwing his hands up like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. and uh, uh, like Roger said, I do like the older crowd. Uh, I know everybody in there was like, it was one couple in there was they were married like 45 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, how young were y'all when y'all know, got right? married? And um, I, thought, I actually had a, um, I was thinking about when old people doing things with old people. We got there, y'all, and the doors didn't open up till 6. We got there about, what, 5.30? Mm-hmm. And some of them was like, yeah, we've been we've been here before 5. I was like, y'all niggas wasn't playing. I know, right? <laughs> y'all was I like, know, right? I'm going to be the first in the door. Yeah, I, I like that about old people. They were like, get in, get out. I've never been that early to the comedy zone. I yeah. I normally get there like a few minutes before the doors open. I mean, for the, you know, the show starts. So yeah. that was my first time being there in the line outside yeah hey, man, that's a question excuse mm-hmm. me did um did you guys ask for front row seats or no no nah, just... i think they just seat you oh, whatever I, I thought they said it's right oh it's right carrot the black guy too. <laughs> i don't think no. oh my god this is daddy we <laughs> gotta know. sit them up front no when you when you uh it might be different uh per show but i know particularly at, at this particular comedy zone they have two sets of tickets they have the regular general admission mm-hmm. then they have the ones where you pay just a little upcharge it's not that much higher just a little upcharge to be able to sit closer i'm short i hate looking over people this yeah, is just me also i guess karen yeah. did pay extra mm-hmm. yeah. i hate looking over people's heads are so expensive all that yeah. other bullshit because yeah. i'm like no i want to be able to see we're gonna have to do an audit rod and see yeah. what's going on what's man. going on yeah, i, I didn't <laughs> the thing for me is i don't really want to sit in the front row of a comedy show like that's not a thing for it, me at all just because you never know which comedians are going to try to do some crowd work and shit. Look at this motherfucker right here. And a lot of them now, (laughs) a lot of them on TikTok, they do crowd work on purpose to go viral because it's a way to share your work without sharing, burning your actual material. Yeah. So I, you know, if I had my druthers, I prefer not to sit there because I don't want to be no extra material for this nigga. Like he didn't write no jokes. Like he hit that girl up front by being single. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You might, that might be you. Now I'm an introvert, but I know Karen, she probably would like to be part of the show and your stuff. Mom, and your mom, too. Yell at the comedian and all that shit. Yeah. And, and so. I don't want to yell at a woman. Uh, that's a lot, Karen. We went to see Super Video <laughs> Brothers and you was yelling. Every time we go see comedians, you be yelling. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to be part of the show. It's an introvert thing. It's an extrovert thing. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But I, I don't want to be part of the show. That's my nightmare. So it's, it's kind of well, like, I hope this nigga got some jokes and don't be trying to say no wild shit to me so he can try to get go viral hey listen your mom when the dude was asking about how long people been married i saw a hand go up i said who been married the longest i said put right your, put your head down right. trying to be on tv <laughs> put your head down yeah. <laughs> right so, I don't want them interviewing me. These people don't play, man. They'll come back at you. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> say I don't. Yeah. And the thing about it, you aren't. Uh, it just means closer. It don't mean front row. I don't know why they set us up there, yeah, but that's it just fine. means look closer. But yeah. of course, they sit you up in the front row because that's the place most people don't want to sit. Oh, so if yeah. you don't say anything, they'll oh, take you to yeah. the front. Yeah. I, already, I saw they took a lot of people to the front that was in there at the same time as us, they and they like, got uh-huh. up and moved to that back circle. It's like, uh uh-huh. no, no. Yeah, I was like, man, they smart. That's what I was gonna do. Especially with earthquake, he'll get you, man. Yeah, but he was great, man. He was, uh, he was like, he wasn't roasting people. He 
had a little thing back and forth with this woman but it was like a funny like yeah, it yeah. wasn't like and she was one of them people that wanted to be involved mm-hmm. and all that stuff um but he used it as a teachable moment too yeah you know? he did he talked about how people need to treat each other and how brothers need to be more considerate and loving and yeah you know, he did all that so yeah it was it was dope um so i'm glad you had a good time uh we did too yeah i appreciate it love you both happy father's day thank you very much we ain't getting nothing for you this morning that's great that's great i want no surprise i I, want earthquake i'm about to to say hey nigga how you doing (laughs) that's that by the way sitting on the front row right now take them sunglasses off why your eyes so red (laughs) you punk bitch (laughs) roger roger got the bill i think i blew the budget so (laughs) hey we're good right here yeah because that that that's the thing when you when you let the woman do it she be like look i'm gonna do nice stuff shit the men don't need to be thinking about it, it was like i just do the bare minimum she be like why why are we gonna do the bare minimum like let's <laughs> let's open up a little bit yeah hey i appreciate it It was all wonderful and lovely i disagree <clears throat> with that by the way i do nice stuff um <laughs> <laughs> i did say all oh, men look at your mm-hmm. business hey, team. You know like i flushed the toilet that's nice <laughs> <All> right <laughs> And she was definitely talking about me just now because she said Roderick. She didn't say all men at first. She thought it was, this why I do this and I do that. So, uh, shots fired. For no um, let me ask you about some general topics though before we get into the show. What do you think about the NBA Finals and the, I guess the NBA playoffs in general? I, I expect I, I expected Denver to be undefeated uh, in the finals. You know, mm-hmm. in the very finals. Um, I was surprised Miami won a game. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't match up well, you know. Uh, the Lakers, anytime they lose, I'm happy, you know. <laughs> like that, you know. So, although I love LeBron, I like to see the Lakers lose. Uh, Boston was my team. Boston and Golden State were my teams this year, but you know they kind of ran out of steam. Man, Boston yeah. ran out of steam. They're talking about breaking up the team, getting rid of some key parts, you know, I think that time of year. I think Boston and Golden State are in opposite positions where, like, Boston better bring Jalen Brown back just because you don't find niggas like you that. You don't find them, man. Like, yeah. even if your goal, like, your ultimate goal getting rid of Jalen Brown would be to find somebody similarly talented to Jalen Brown that doesn't turn it over late in the game. Yeah. And I just rather work on him not turning the ball that's over. Right, that's right. We Let's, can improve that. They made yeah. some stupid passes there. I was like, Man. What? is you getting paid, brother, or what? Yeah, that's, I I don't think I've ever seen a legitimate <laughs> NBA star that couldn't go left. That's right, yeah. Like, that's something you use to shut people down at, like, the YMCA. That's like, right, oh, he yeah. can't go left. We just forced right, to the... Yeah. So like, all off season, nigga, you left. You yeah. know, no other direction. Get you this shit you in the NBA, bro. What? How is that? Yeah, know, uh, how is that possible? Two years yeah, in a I row. Know. I know. But uh, I still would. I still think you got to keep them. Yeah. I know the money is gonna be too super huge. Yeah. But once again, it's it's this problem of trying to replace somebody uh with with with, with, with a what? better version of them with that, that yeah. when they already a unicorn that's right yeah and then golden state got the opposite problem i think draymond got it draymond go. man I'll, how about this draymond's last name is green mm-hmm. other dude's last name is brown we could just change them two colors around you know <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna work well the 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 duty punched is jordan pool yeah man and jordan pool got his money so i think that's that's the end of the argument yeah. like Big Bang take Little Bang when it comes to fights on the team. That's like right. so, I th- I think Draymond's gone. I think that's why the GM went ahead yeah. and resigned. He yeah. did. He brought all those guys together. He don't want to be the one. That's right. To break it apart yeah. and uh, and I I think 
the fact that after the season the first thing all the the coach draymond everybody got asked about was draymond punching that dude yeah, in the chemistry man yeah because <laughs> it man. does not go yeah. away and it did no, matter it people can't people act like it don't matter like i'm you, telling you one thing you come in and smack a co-worker don't think the atmosphere in your like office room ain't about to change you, right you punch, you punch your wife every night you know she got a pistol up on a pillow waiting on your ass to jack right up, you know and like who yeah. is the person like i think whenever people think about that stuff and they take the slapper side it's because they think they're the slapper yeah nobody uh, ever thinks what you, what it's gonna be like to, to get slapped yeah. how many of y'all got got enough jesus in you to turn the other cheek to that shit i, I know, don't right? I know, right? <laughs> right and 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 and, and the thing is mm. him doing that literally could have caused all that brawl like right. you know what i'm saying right. because it's one of those things where a if he would have retaliated and and like brawled or either what happened if he got you know because you well, it's hard work. to retaliate when you get knocked out because it's a sucker punch right yeah. right that's that's the that's the I mean, thing you didn't always even... the get back move right yeah there. the next day could have caught know, him in the caught him slipping in the parking yeah, lot you know, yeah yeah and you and some other people beat him up are they wrong because you sucker punch me yeah that that chemistry is so delicate in any environment you know work home so delicate man so you do something like punch somebody or create a a situation like that and although and then that's you know that they got close but you could just tell at the end that they just like they mm. look like they were just going through the motions yeah, yeah. it got bad because they yeah. lost to la that's right and it it wasn't particularly competitive no um it really got down to just like if steph can't score 50 right. or 60 tonight right. we're just gonna lose yeah and then with joker and them they so young i don't see why they shouldn't be the favorite to win the next three four five championships i agree like that dude is a beast he is man i i don't don't know that people came into the playoffs having watched them but you know i got Mm -hmm. league pass so yeah and then i was in new york for four months so it was like every night i'll just come home watch nba league pass and 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 you know go to sleep yep and i watched a lot of them denver games i was like man this dude is a a problem yeah you know it just don't look like a highlight it doesn't look well he's not very athletic he's not gonna jump up and run and beat you down the floor he just runs down there finds his spot if you let him stand out there at the three he'll kill you Mm -hmm. if you let him get inside the paint he'll kill you if he gets close to the hole he'll kill you so it's just hard to defend somebody like that now teams are saying well you know, next year uh, they're not planning to have what. What we're going to do about Joker? You know, what right? We're gonna do about exactly. It? Yeah. And it, and I saw everybody try game plans at them. Like the whole playoffs, every team tried something different. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Heat did that zone. He yeah. broke that shit apart. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he could pass the ball. He's a yeah. threat, man. Everywhere right. you look. Minnesota tried to like the def- the double team on them. You know, they put yeah. they put Gobert, who's like yeah. one of the defensive players of the year, on yeah. them. That shit didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers had Anthony Davis on yeah. them. They tried to do that thing where they uh, double teamed off of him and let Aaron Gordon beat him. Yeah, that he did. Like mm-hmm. just man, it, it was a, it was just yeah. that dude is a problem. He he be a beast in any era of the NBA. That's I think true. so. I agree. I I enjoy watching them because it's one of those things where it's almost he's out there almost effortlessly he barely this he like true, jumped right. two inches off the yeah. ground like you know like it's not mm-hmm. a lot of yep. af- quote-unquote athleticism as far as like you know the the sparkly shit but yeah. it's like he will whoop your ass that's right he will mary has a question uh hey, question mary. question hey, for, question for Roz dad 
uh and mr mar mr mar would you like zion williamson on the hornets happy father's day uh thank you for that question um you know i think he's gonna have to i think he could make a major difference but he's gonna have to get himself together in terms of his weight and um athleticism i mean as a power forward inside he could wreak some havoc down there so yeah i'd like to see him come to the hornets but i'd like to see him get himself together both on and off the court because we yeah. don't need no problems we got problems already happy you know? father's day design first of all yeah um, oh, oh yeah this is his first one as well um and then also uh i think he i, I was talking to uh bomani about this because mm-hmm. i've been hearing the, the scuttlebutt about uh new orleans trading zion williamson to the hornets for for the second pick and online and uh on the podcast circuit and stuff it's gotten really contentious about the second pick people want scoot henderson some people want brandon miller yeah and both camps seem to be setting the dudes up for failure because it's like if 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 he isn't at this point better than zion williamson better than i think last night i saw somebody say kd booker and bradley bill damn you gotta let them develop shit well they they were saying like well if that if that's a good team and nobody's worried about how they fit together scoot henderson and Lamelo gonna be the greatest team i'm just like why are y'all saying shit like this it's just if we get this dude now it's gonna be three three games in people gonna be like well he didn't save the team (laughs) henderson is the g league dude uh yeah scoot is the the g league dude brandon miller is a shooter from alabama okay yeah okay um i think you can't go wrong with either one it's, you know yeah. the team needs whatever help it can get yeah and i think you know Bo. when i was talking to Bo, he said in a heartbeat if you can get zion williamson you go ahead and get him and honestly that kind of convinced me because i really do believe zion williamson has the potential Pinchel. to be yeah, best player in the league if he gets his stuff together yeah. and maybe this is the wake-up call for him to be like man i just got to get it together for about a while because my stock is going down 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 and it's not like criminal stuff it's just right, yeah. bad reputation stuff you know the injury stuff the weight stuff the porn stars tweeting for over a week about you stuff so <laughs> you know i wouldn't mind having them here but I, I agree with you too we have a little too much going on off the court for yeah. for somebody else to have more off the court issues so hopefully that wouldn't be a problem here. Plus they got new ownership stuff, so we don't know what's going to happen when they come in and right. in terms of management and personnel because all that stuff is supportive of the team. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how that's going to work. And yeah. I do think Zion, he's going to grow up at some point. Yeah. Like he ain't the first dude we've seen like that's have right. some Aww. some of these type of like embarrassing problems but yeah. not necessarily you know criminal career i'm about to say if these the problems i like these problems yeah. tony styles asked would you take brady brady bradley bill uh from the the wizards are shopping bradley bill around right now uh hmm. so i guess he's asking would we like him on the hornets um i don't know i don't know a lot about his game other than he's a prolific scorer and uh but i don't know yeah i, I, I say no um mostly because i i do know his game he's a mm-hmm. prolific scorer he plays no defense oh no defense heard a lot um I can do, I and can he has a contract where he gets 50 million dollars a year and he has a no trade clause oh wow we'd have to take on both of those I, zion williamson i'd rather pay him it's less than 50 million dollars and he don't have a no trade clause yeah. so yeah bradley just i don't i feel like the people are excited about having him on the 
market are people that don't watch wizards games yeah <laughs> oh oh like you just look at the stats and you're like oh he averaged 37 points you're like yeah you ain't watch none of this shit then. i've only seen him play like maybe once or twice last year yeah. you know yeah like he's he's a he's a good scorer but it's just if you're trying to like win games yeah it's it's no point because he's that dude that'll score 50 and then some random dude that never scores on the other team gets 30 35 that night which cancels out his 50 um all right let's get into the news if you have more questions continue to ask don't have to be basketball related and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um a flight got canceled after oh wait i forgot i gotta play my music so i know where to put the um the commercials the commercials later so we can make this money make this money Uh, you definitely don't want to mess that step up so let's wait for that to to pull up um but yeah feel free to ask questions throughout they don't have to be sports related (laughs) there's a lot of stuff to talk about um a lot of stuff we haven't gotten to yet and all that stuff too so if you want to uh get my dad's opinion put it in the question things all right now let's get ready for some news A flight got canceled after a Delta Airlines crew member got arrested. Mm. Oh, arrested for what? Um, the thing he might have got people. The thing he might have gotten a fight. It was a new. It was uh from Edinburgh (laughs) to New York JFK. It got canceled on June 16th after a crew member was arrested. Uh, The arrest occurred minutes before departure, uh, stranding passengers on the flight okay what was the crew members uh you mean a, a, the, the flight crew yeah he's a member of the flight crew who was he fighting another member or somebody else or a passenger was he in the was he like one of the pilots or um uh, they just say attendant? they just say 61 year old man oh. and crew member they didn't say exactly what oh, man and crew okay. member. Mm-hmm. one of them had to be the pilot in order for them to be like we can't push the plane yeah he was arrested on the in connection with the railways and transport safety act of 2003 the act is broad but notably covers the use of alcohol and drugs as it relates to aviation mm. however the reason for the june 16th arrest remain unknown mm. oh i don't want you lit fly my plane i know right yeah so i don't know maybe it's somebody um, tell me to stay out of the cockpit <laughs> god damn it <laughs> i find it's my way where i work we're going to spain <laughs> right just flying with the signal yeah, light on yeah. you feel somebody <laughs> going 10 miles over the normal ass speed limit yeah, imagine right. going 355 know, right? miles an hour no thank you we're gonna be close to the ground today nigga. <laughs> <laughs> real close uh beyonce's concert in stockholm was blamed for unexpectedly high swedish inflation yeah i read about that man yeah. they must got ticket master over ticket, there too man. <laughs> swedish inflation fell by 10 fell below 10 percent in may but was still higher than expected with some analysts suggesting superstar beyonce had tipped the scales consumer prices rose by 9.7 percent in may year on year wow. down from the 10.5 percent in april the first time inflation has come in under 10 percent in over six months a decrease in electricity and food prices contributed to the lower inflation rate in may 
uh while at the same time cost of certain goods and services rose for instance hotels restaurants recreational services and clothing which is all stuff you need to get ready for the beyonce concert yeah and uh yep. you know that a lot of americans actually went over there like right. because they I were, saw some. Uh-huh. yeah they was yeah yeah people that we know they was like uh yeah the cost of the tickets and my traveling is actually cheaper wow. than if I buy it in certain cities here in the States, particularly wow. if you didn't get like the presale, like I did, like you had to pay like aftermarket prices. Yeah, baby. The cheap seats, like up high in those bleeds is a few hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, for resale. Yeah. Um, tens of thousands of fans flocked to Stockholm in the middle of May to catch the two concerts that kicked off her first solo tour in seven years estimates put the crowd at each concert at forty six thousand. wow with some forced to stay outside of the capitals as hotels filled up mm. it was reported that a number of fans had traveled from overseas to see the shows taking advantage of the weak swedish currency and lower ticket prices mm. mm-hmm. um so hey, yeah hey karen on the show here where are they actually having it at the panther Bank of stadium mm-hmm. oh at this at a panther stadium that's mm-hmm. what i was hoping yeah yeah yeah, it holds what, like seventy thousand something. Oh, a I, lot. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. probably, but it's probably the out. biggest venue yeah, here in, is, this, yeah. in the city, most yeah. likely. And it makes sense. Like That's all right. the side, it don't make no sense in having it at the college. College gym right. is just not yeah, big not, enough. Nah. And with it being there, you can have a rain or shine. That's right. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Meanwhile, speaking of ticket sales, President Biden muscles Ticketmaster and SeatGeek to scrap hidden ticket fees after Taylor Swift debacle right right the shit don't make no sense because depending on the cost of your tickets i'm not trying to be funny the fees can actually be higher than the ticket itself wow literally yeah. depend on the depend on on the cost of your tickets because it's like you pay a, a surcharge fee then another fee then a state fee then a fee fee and it just because we can't feed shit don't make no sense and, and 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 you actually do not know what the fees stand for yeah so he yeah. called oh go ahead i'm sorry i'm sorry Seventy-five thousand. That's what it holds. Seventy five, seventy four, eight sixty seven. Wow. Um, Biden. Yeah, about to say. And also, I think I watched a. I don't remember if I watched a documentary and seen a podcast or I've not heard a podcast and they was actually talking about Ticketmaster and their fees and things like that and how it used to didn't be like this and how. Mm Ticketmaster uh, basically has a monopoly on this, and a lot of bands and shit have been complaining. And I forgot they said one band like took them to the Supreme Court because they was like, "This don't make no sense." Like y'all bully people. Then if we don't use you, we basically have no way That's in right. certain situations of even selling yeah. the tickets, yeah. you know, and things like that. So it's one of those things where they like, uh, yeah, this need, actually needs to be broken up. It doesn't make sense. And then a lot of times. Um, if you don't go with them, they'll be like, well, if you don't use us this time, you won't be able to use us next time uh-huh. and shit like that. And they was like, nah, y'all shouldn't be able to to uh, dupe people into using y'all or nothing. Now, and it's hard for, because if I'm a band, guess what? My thing is, it's not my job to be able to do Eventbrite and all this. I mean, you can, yeah. and some artists do, <clears throat> yeah. but you know, it's just more convenient. That's why most people use it yeah the move comes after live nation entertainment the parent company of Ticketmaster, faced criticism from the white house and congress in january over ticket sales for pop star taylor swift's tour that included exorbitant hidden fees and platform outages preventing some fans from buying tickets yeah another thing we owe taylor swift and the swifties they made sure to because the beyonce did not experience this with her ticket sales 
and i think a large part of that was because them them white women went up there to congress like what the fuck was that i can't get online we want (laughs) to speak to the manager of the company of the country yeah joe biden um i can't get online biden touted steps taken by live nation seat geek and other companies during white house remarks thursday and also recognized ticket sellers like TickPick that already provide upfront pit pricing to customers with no hidden fees uh these are just the latest private sector leaders who are responding to my call for action biden said at a roundtable white house meeting with executives of the company on hand i'm asking their competitors to follow suit and adopt an all-in upfront pricing as well Mm. now the thing is it doesn't sound like it's gonna necessarily eliminate the hidden fees so biden has also asked congress to eliminate hidden fees altogether through the junk fee prevention act because this is also voluntary right now which is how you know companies are scared because yeah. they volunteering <laughs> to do something because yeah. they're scared it's going to be a law. Yeah. Um, and so, the, so yeah. they're not saying eliminate the fees. They're just saying make them make them up, up front, front so people yeah. can know what they're paying see, for yeah. and decide if they want to do that. Right, yeah. because like, like like let's say you go and you be like, well, I, I'm going to get, let's say, a $100 ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you go $100. You know, you know, you got your normal state tax and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Let's say it brings it to one you know 125 mm-hmm. by the time they tag all their fees this 100 dollars ticket can cost you 175 200 wow. 250 mm-hmm. you're like where these extra fees come from my ticket was only a hundred dollars mm-hmm. um we have another question <clears throat> what is your proudest moment for each of your boys says lakita um that they grew up and became men there you that's go. my proudest moment yep <clears throat> thank you lakita uh next story Trump tells a restaurant full of, uh, uh, with pay, tells restaurant patrons that were all, it was full. <laughs> he tells them all, food for everyone, yeah. and then leaves without paying. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Then yeah. he said, they didn't ask for no food because he went outside. Y'all come out here, come out here and order, and order, and order. Yeah. Yep. He said, food for everyone, declared <clears throat> during a surprise restaurant stop in Little Havana in Miami. That uh, place actually really good. <clears throat> And then he left without buying food for anyone. Surprise, surprise. Fresh off a plea to not guilty to criminal charges in the Miami federal court, Trump was all smiles when he entered the crowded restaurant Tuesday, wishing well wishes, happy birthday, well wishes saying happy birthday to the president on the eve of his 77th birthday. Trump told, so I'm, okay, here's the thing. How surprised, how much of a surprise was this stop? Because I feel like if Donald Trump stops in a restaurant, is i don't know that that's gonna go a hundred percent to happy birthday in in unless y'all did some prep ahead of time mm-hmm. that you yeah, just you, don't want to ad, yeah. admit to Secret you have to do prep yeah. right i'm about to yeah, say security yeah, yeah you have to he he was yeah. this place was on the tour like yeah. these people knew he was coming you ain't yeah. gonna have randos in there with a with a former president yeah because yeah. you know you got some people back in the kitchen to say like i'm gonna put something special in that sauce dog right <laughs> right so no it's hard for me to believe it's a ain't complete he, surprise yeah. well it's not even not because of his safety I'm yeah. just saying, if you went to any restaurant in America and it's like, it's Donald Trump is here, it's gonna probably be half and half at least. Like, yeah. it's gonna be somebody in there like, man, fuck that nigga. Somebody's gonna be like, boo, boo that nigga, yeah. boo. 
uh trump supporters told nbc6 south florida they thought the 45th president was treated unfairly when he was indicted on more than three dozen counts of mishandling classified information obtained while he was in the white house well to be fair they think everything is unfair to him it's right yeah. no matter what <laughs> right. he does yes. not the consequences of his actions no, oh no, no. yeah <laughs> his visit lasted roughly 10 minutes leaving no time for more much other than shaking hands and waving yeah, he didn't eat. neither the restaurant nor trump's campaign has replied to a request for comment um so yeah and they, i mean there's no point in getting a comment from him because he's just gonna say i didn't say i would buy the food i said yeah. food for everyone yeah. you know everyone should just have food mm-hmm. uh, i didn't say how they should pay for it right you know um so we talked about um a well we kind of talked about this yesterday so there was a wellness chat they had an ai that took over the chat for this food for this eating disorder line it was uh it was about helping people at the national eating disorders association um the employees that did the phone line were like hey we want to uh unionize and so the management said and we don't want you to unionize so we're gonna just hire an artificial intelligence to go through a prompt and 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 talk to people and uh it didn't work because they took the bot offline Mm. uh after its harmful focus on weight loss so Mm. you know it 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 basically was just pulling from the internet and you know the internet has a lot of different information on it Mm -hmm. um and so about an experience none of this shit in real life so it ain't like it can relate to you yeah the humans who work the line had know what the triggers are they know right. they many of them have had eating disorders themselves and so you know the, the they know how to talk to another human being that's in an emotional crisis that's calling the hotline and the robot is just like you know lose weight you fat bitch that's all right people kill yourself or whatever yeah, then it hangs up on you stop calling me right call your mama <laughs> right um so yeah they said uh the robot is still recommending the standard device of noting the number of calories adopting a safe daily calorie deficit which dr Kanansen said <clears throat> is problematic advice for a person with an eating disorder any focus on intentional weight loss is going to be exacerbating encouraged to the in encouraging to the eating disorder mm-hmm. yeah depending um, on what it is yes yeah uh they explain for some people hyperfixation on weight control can take innocent dieting or nutrition advice to a place that gets extreme and gets out of someone's control yeah you're talking to people with it's not like you're talking to people that are like i need to talk to a dietitian you're talking to people that are like i have an eating disorder meaning your mind and your body have different chemical imbalances that are controlling the decisions you're making and then the robot is like uh you know just get a calorie dis- deficit okay right. well if i'm saying i hate my body and i'm actually anorexic meaning i have body dysmorphia and i think i'm fat when i'm not telling me to to eat less is not actually good advice you know but a robot can't know that right um which is why i'm not worried about ai taking over yet like everybody keeps talking about you know artificial intelligence is coming for us it's not good yet it you know it might be soon but we good for at least the next six months, man. You take yeah. it can't take over the job. This one right. week on the job, this shit got fired. So they they are they gonna go back and talk to them about unionizing now? Because obviously they plan did not work. So y'all gonna have to pay these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Uh, yeah, I don't see them. Let's see. Uh, 
yeah i don't see anything about if they're gonna hire people um in order to do this um right so yeah you're gonna just fire everybody and get a whole new staff which means you're gonna have to invest in training them invest in you're gonna have a lot of errors you can know people new at the job a lot of errors right. a lot of mistakes saying the wrong shit to people yeah yeah they don't see anything <clears throat> about them saying um what yeah hiring people back they they said some of the suggestions they had i guess um among other suggestions tesla has recommended using a scale of using once a week and tracking body measurements energy levels and mood she said the bot told her that measurements could be tracked with skin fold caliber oh no so that's not the suggestion that's a weight loss suggestion yeah they don't even mention if they're gonna hire the people back which i mean which i think means they won't mm-hmm. it don't even seem like an option right now uh the supreme court upholds voting rights act in alabama redistricting case uh, this was shocking to me yeah i know uh i was pretty sure we was losing the right yeah, to vote that's right uh this round uh i do wonder you know what happened uh your boy clarence thomas mm. he left a he wrote a 50 page um dissertation on why we should not have um back this uh we should not have upheld the racial gender gerrymandering uh rules that of um, the rules that prohibit racial gender gerrymandering who, who paid him probably harlan crow but he's 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 bitter isn't he There's yeah something wrong with clarence man he's bitter man yeah there's a podcast i'm listening to uh, about him um right now and it's really good um uh it's called slow burn i think it's season eight and uh it's about clarence thomas this this uh this season uh the first three episodes are out already <laughs> america's blackest child smiling faces and i'm their guy is number three uh great great work over there um so if, if y'all should check it out if you get if you're in the podcast like me but yeah man he's a huge Some- to me until until the harlan crow thing i think i really never understood him i know people claim to understand him and they believe in his like and i think people need narrative so they need to believe that it's a like conscientious uh choice that can uphold itself to like some sort of criticism like this is what i really believe but i i, I truly think it's as simple as once he started getting that money it was just okay i'm yeah. i'm I'm there i'm theirs now i can be sold yeah <laughs> like whatever he was I can be bought. whatever he was when he was militant in college and all that stuff and he used to talk about don't date white women and all this shit he was like i was broke nigga yeah exactly <laughs> like whatever that and was all these morals maybe yeah. that's the real him maybe that's not whatever that was once he started messing with conservatives and getting in that money circle yeah he's been uh he's been one of theirs yep. so but yeah uh glad they upheld it It was a four to five vote close yeah i think roberts and kavanaugh (laughs) broke with the democratic justices um i mean with the republicans no they i mean they they so they broke with the republicans to join the three liberal justices so i was surprised yeah um and we'll see you know how much that continues but uh i i did not think that would happen yeah um, roberts maybe but kavanaugh he kind of that's trump's man isn't it didn't mm-hmm. he put him in there yeah so i didn't expect kavanaugh him. um kagan of course yeah 
yeah um so yeah it was i was surprised by that and i don't really know why they did it yeah Mm-mm. for it to come back up and they must turn around been. and vote opposite next time yeah and that's at the highest level so you know that's like goal right there right so but you know people can't appeal it but we'll see what happens in the yeah, future which which will happen so it's one of the things where okay what is the motive here you did it this time but i i cannot see you continually voting this way right yep. all right let's do some uh fucking with black people fucking with Court transcripts uh, exposed Donald Trump Jr.'s racist email saying Manhattan resembled Harlem due to black residents. Huh? Mm-hmm. You don't understand about all gentrification that's been happening in New York City? Okay. Well, it's Manhattan. Manhattan's been considered white. Like, when I was there, it was black and diverse and all this stuff, and I guess it didn't used to be like that. Right. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. has found himself in hot water. When's the last time he wasn't in hot water? This nigga ain't never been no lukewarm water. Uh, no cold, cold water. water. He just um. likes to say so. He wants attention, doesn't he? All right. Yes, I wonder where, wonder where you got that from. Right. He loves hot water. Uh, he found himself in hot water after offensively, after offensive private emails about black and Mexican communities have been exposed in court. Yeah, this ain't surprised. Niggas was like, that nigga racist from the time mm-hmm. he stepped out on the stage. Right. Uh, the legal case revolved around Texas financier, uh, Gentry Beach, a friend of Trump Jr., who's been in a years long court fight with his former hedge fund employer, Taraji Capital Management. In the suit, uh, Beach accuses the hedge fund of withholding millions of dollars in pay. This lawsuit has led to a separate argument about whether a judge should permit the public access uh, to offensive emails that were shared among the group consisting of Beach, Donald Trump Jr., and others. Those emails in question were only recently added to the case during a retrial this year after a $91 million judgment Beach and his co-defendant won was thrown out on appeal. Beach has now been fighting to have Trump Jr.'s name redacted in case documents. However, some of the emails were discussed in open court during this year's retrial. In one email exchange about a Beach family move to Upper Manhattan, Don Jr. referred to the area as Harlem due to the number of black residents that now live there. I hear the theme song of the Jeffersons playing in the background. <laughs> what is as expensive as it is to be in that bitch? What is he talking about? Uh, that's what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. I'm moving on up. <laughs> uh, that's actually some really good racism. I gotta give it to him. I, I hate to give it to him, but that's not your run of the mill N words that I was expecting. That's, that's some pretty A1 yeah. cultural reference racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he, he thought that thing out, didn't he? Yeah. I hear the theme song. That was like, it can be a type 15 or type five. It's opening up for somebody. <laughs> In other emails, he complained about members of Congress encouraging Mexicans to come to the U.S encourage the mexicans to come to the u.s and give them another excuse to not learn english when i have to speak to my grandchildren in spanish at least i know i will have you to thank to which beach responded we're going to stop this wetback issue dead uh, in his tracks oh well damn it sound like the people playing guest the race for us oh we're out there 
beach also made separate offensive remarks about the jewish community the emails are years old and were sent out between 2005 2008 no wonder they want hunter biden's laptop because they know they laptops got some shit on them uh well zero to a hundred karen uh this is a hundred anything with him is like on the permanent 100 list yeah i I, I agree 100 all right so we got 200s going around i give it a 75 uh the 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 jefferson joke was too good for me to (laughs) truly hold hold this to a hundred i it he actually thought about that racism uh and i appreciate the effort yeah uh let's see jack harlow oh uh who is a, a rapper uh actor white guy um who i don't know anyone i don't know a lot of people who are fans of his i'm not saying he clearly does have fans but i just don't know uh, a lot of people that mess with his music like that i heard of him that then that's about it yeah he started in the white man can't jump remake they just did i haven't seen that either mm-hmm. uh haven't been interested I, I don't know who's funding the jack harlow industrial complex does he have a lot of tattoos no you're thinking about post malone i just put his picture in the chat okay uh well he raised eyebrows on a photo service of him wearing a bonnet okay oh wow yeah not wrong with a good bonnet they get to i guess they tied a bed head too uh wake up they help you everywhere he's trying to get some protective styles i guess i guess so so that's him in a bonnet um at the game cultural appropriation uh taking pictures with people um i yeah, don't know no. if he was trying to not be recognized i don't curl. know trying to get his curls straight if it's a fashion accessory you know i don't i don't know the reasoning behind it but a lot of people did not like this yeah I, I don't care uh as the post went viral social media has some words they don't love it for the they don't love it rapper with some accusing him of cultural appropriation mm-hmm. i mean it's a head bonnet anybody could have bought it anywhere you know you know white women wear bonnets too y'all right it ain't just someone ladies. tweeted at him you know i thought you was cool at jack harlow but this oh i'm taking this is disrespect i need <laughs> you to take off yeah they ain't uh, got nothing else to do was it sunday morning uh june 11th so yes uh yep, that makes sense <laughs> why because there's nothing else to do sal someone said the fact that twitter is mad at jack harlow for wearing a bonnet is absurd it's a piece of cloth someone responded they're mad because if a black woman does this she's called ghetto for it but jack a white man is getting none of that same smoke i don't know why that ad started playing loud as shit but yeah so uh yeah zero to 100 karen I was like, I don't give a fuck. I, I actually, right. this right here is not worth the, you know, getting all riled up. Mm-mm. Okay. Maybe he just didn't want bad head. All right. Dad, how about you? Well, I'll give the people who got riled up a little uh, credit for, you know, some people snapping anything. Mm-hmm. Some have to give him probably about um, 30, something like that. You okay. Know? His yeah. interval is 25, so we'll go at 25 for you. Um, I'll give it. Uh, Man, I'm, I'd be lying if I said I was bothered by it, but I do understand that lately a lot of people have been going around showing like dress code, like for restaurants, and when a lot of dress codes are like no bonnets, there's a lot of people, including other black women, that get on black women for going out in public in a bonnet, mm-hmm. uh, going to the airport in a bonnet, stuff like that. 
so there's something there i don't think it's necessarily anything to do with actually jack hart halo i don't think he i think because of anti-blackness and people you know kind of shitting on black people's culture and stuff you got people um associating that to jack harlow but it's not like he woke up and said i think i would like to shame people for wearing bonnets um and i don't think that yeah i I, so it doesn't bother me in that way yeah um i think it would bother me maybe if he had said some stuff about black women past or something yes you know it's just more like a goofy thing um if he came out and said something directly towards us yeah i would like to know why he's wearing it if he thinks it's just a fashion thing or he really is like nah i think this is better for my hair um and and for whatever reason so i would like to know that but yeah i don't i'm not i'm not upset with the guy at all i got a confession to make your mom ordered some bonnets from somewhere and she had this nice blue one i said hey can i have that she said yeah i said where'd you get it from she said amazon i said can i have it she's like yeah so I wear it when I paint. It's got mm-hmm. paint all over it and shit. I yeah, they have, they serve I'm, purposes. I'm gonna wear it to the grocery store tomorrow. See what yeah. kind of feedback. Uh, particularly <laughs> men who wear like dreads <clears throat> and have like you know yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. long hair. Yeah. Uh, some of them I've seen some of them go viral on TikTok right. for using it. They was like, oh, this is what women do. Like, yeah, because you don't right. want your hair smacking you in the That's face, right. all down your neck, breaking Very, your skin out. Because the yeah. sometimes the product you use in your hair don't always agree with the rest of your skin. I got enough color in my hair, as you can tell. I think. Know? also people are like um people harbor a lot of resentment about the double standard and Mm -hmm. then they blame the people the individual for the double standard Mm -hmm. and that's just never been my thing i I, you know i think it's such a short-sighted way of looking at life to be like this individual is causing this it's like no it's a phenomenon maybe they're privileged maybe they get to take maybe they're taking advantage of it quote-unquote but it's not like they walked out the house and changed the way the world operated. It's the, our world was already fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it didn't bother me that way, but I do get bothered by sometimes, you know, you see the dress codes that specifically seem to target black fashion. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, no, no this, That's no right. that. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know what to do with it, by the way. Like I, I get bothered by it, but I also understand to some extent because we live in a in a world where we have certain dining establishments that want to establish a certain like atmosphere and certain shit is counterproductive to that if that's what you want to do and it's your private business so if you say no shoes no shirt no service i get it you know that no one looks at that as a racial thing but if you were to say no shoes no shirt no uh bonnets no sagging pants now it feels racial to me no cornrows yeah exactly <laughs> like so i don't you know and i don't and i and to be frank i don't really know what you do with that because i if i was running a restaurant and i wanted a certain clientele you know like white people you know we code it white but it's not really white but you know like sullivan's is like you got to wear a jacket and a and a button-up shirt yeah and it's like okay so you gotta wear a jacket and button-up shirt that's not really anti-black no one thinks that but if you said uh jacket and no no no, uh, no, no bonnet shoes no yeah. athletic shoes then people would no, take it that way yeah. no but to me those dress codes essentially say the same thing which is yeah. dress up yeah so i don't know how you tell black people specifically we want you to dress up without saying something like that so i you know i just try to avoid all that stuff i true true and uh i think uh made me think when we went to uh that wendy's how that dude walked out of that uh 
wendy's and he had no shoes on but he sure was served i was like well i guess that no shirt no shoes no service don't mean nothing it just depends on yeah i I think a wendy's is a place where you would wouldn't be shocked if if they serve somebody but i think if we was pay if we was up in that restaurant yesterday that dude came in we would feel the way and he was white so i don't like it's it's like there's a gray area that's happening that i don't think people want to acknowledge that's true because we keep going to like it's a completely racial thing and some of these restaurants are black restaurants that serve black people it's a class thing more than it's a race thing right and eating out does include some class stuff in it like it like i whether you like it or not it isn't eating out in certain establishments part of the shit you're paying for is the class of it the exclusion that is happening so uh and then of course running a restaurant i've seen some of the videos online when they have people fucking like twerking in thongs on a table and i'm sorry that shit is ridiculous and that's not i'm not gonna claim that as a black thing like Mm-mm. like only that's just us being in our culture like <laughs> yeah. no the fuck that's not yeah. we know how to sit down and eat so yes we do y'all getting carried away i don't need cheeks in the, in my face with my uh you know my eggs at brunch right to try to prove something you know so i i can understand that it's a gray area but this one didn't tap my like this mm-hmm. one didn't fuck with me that way yeah so y'all remember we covered the story a couple years ago but mecklenburg county is now reopening the historic site of ladder ladder plantation yeah. calling it now ladder place yeah and they're now going to design an educational program for it right you can't have weddings there no more right yeah it was renamed right. in february but closed after organizers last year promoted a racist juneteenth event uh i still argue that wasn't a racist event but saying that dude it don't matter use his words right yeah you, fill out with him. if you lose the trust of the community and you were operating in that space uh you can't operate in that space that's just right. how it goes uh because first and foremost a place like that should serve the black people in our community <laughs> well, i don't think we need to be seeing like plantation weddings and, know, and right. shit like that you know <laughs> like what lessons does that say yeah, I, I hate that he didn't get to this event but the good thing is they stopped the motherfucking weddings the horror of that. the horror of the of the plantation is your playground that that doesn't right. seem like a good y'all, thing right like i said unless y'all gonna go up and uh have wins at the holocaust locations get out my face yeah it just seems fucked up county officials are working with virginia-based design minds incorporated to create a comprehensive new format that would include a more complete story of life on the plantation that exhibits with exhibits showing the lasting impact of slavery in mecklenburg county Cass Otley, who led the protest against Ladder Plantation Juneteenth event last year, said she felt hopeful after the first draft of the plan and that discomfort is necessary for growth. You go to a Holocaust museum, you learn the history and feel the pain for the Jewish people. Why is it not different at Ladder Plantation? Why are they not teaching the history of those Africans that were enslaved? Otley said it's because white people don't feel, want to feel uncomfortable. Nothing ever changes when you're comfortable. You guys ever, have you guys ever been out there to Ladder Plantation? I remember going I, once I, as a little kid. A little yeah. kid, but I haven't been as an adult. On a school and, trip. Yeah, you know yeah. little kids. And I'm trying to find it. I was paying nobody's That's attention. Right, yeah. I was paying a lot of attention because I was woke, but I, I think they had I a, wouldn't woke as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think it was a black guy who was responsible for doing some type of programming yeah, out there. It was him. Yeah. And they kind of raked him across the coals. Yeah, it was interesting because I, I read his quotes. I read his plan. <laughs> and i didn't think it was anything wrong with it i really think the problem was the way he shrugged off explaining it to the community Mm -hmm. you know some black people will have a problem with it that's the thing about slavery and 
trauma and all this stuff and people think there's a right way and a wrong way to do it but it's really not to be Mm -hmm. honest there's gonna be detractors whatever way you decide Mm -hmm. i'm working on a project right now about black history and and trauma and comedy and all this stuff and i'm you know people raise issues with certain points and i'm like you're right and then there's gonna be somebody that feels the opposite way exactly so when this thing comes out there's gonna be somebody that don't fuck with it for whatever their reasons are you just we as a team just need to be comfortable with what we're putting out um so his thing was the it was gonna be a white former slave owner on the run from black people uh after uh i think the civil war after juneteenth or something and it was it was clearly farcical it was gonna be you know picking on the white dude and his ignorance but uh either way the community didn't believe it or want to hear that shit yeah and he just was kind of like i know what i'm doing i've been doing this forever how dare y'all question me and it didn't go now he ain't got a job right yeah because that's like the one thing you can't be in that position you got to be like no let's talk about it yeah yeah you have to talk about it particularly in that position you have to be able to use your words you have to be able to explain yourself because people are like hey if we're going to give you money we need to know where our money is going and if something arises you need to be able to have the words to articulate these things so that they make sense to the populace at large that's true i wonder if when like people like clarence thomas go on one of these things are they like and that's where the slaves are singing and happy i know right? having a great time that actually, reminds me think that okay bullshit. i used to work i had a contract you know i was in it i had a contract with a company here i won't mention their names uh but it's called huskapana <laughs> anyway there was a guy that worked there, his name was jonathan and he wrote an essay for school and um, he had it. He was working on it, and he, you know he's supposed to be doing work, work, and he's there doing that stuff. So um, I, I was over. It was over near my workstation. So I started uh, taking a look at it. Sorry, I was. T- I took a look at it, and basically, it's exactly what you just described. It was a, a question that the instructor asked. Write an essay uh, explaining why uh, the slaves sang and were happy all the time when they're out working in the field. Mm-hmm. And he said it was because black people were traditionally very happy. You could, you know, pretty much treat them every kind of way. They just wouldn't, uh, mm. they couldn't be broken from their spirit. They're highly religious and all this other stuff. It's like, I, I, I wanted to talk to him about it, but right. I just, you know, he was about probably 22. He's in college, you know going to central piedmont getting ready to transfer to another school i was like he's been indoctrinated to believe that we're just happy go lucky and right all this stuff that happens to us is just water in the bridge we can just go on and <laughs> kill each other you know yeah because you know what's funny if you, if you flat out ask them do you want somebody to own you no I know, well right. then why would you think somebody else I would want to be owned and they would just be it's happy just singing, and pleased singing, like ball here against they will can't even speak their own right. language yeah i think that might be the biggest tale of like white supremacy because it needs to live in a lot and i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the biggest there's no bigger hypocrisy than america's founded on you're not going you're not gonna tell me what to do i'm gonna take my freedom mm-hmm. but then they can't understand how black people of the time would feel similarly about their freedom mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't need i would like to also be free and what and we weren't talking about high taxes on tea you know right. Mm. exactly right exactly right <laughs> but it's such a disconnect the yeah. founding fathers you yeah. know and all that shit yeah 
but yeah they said initial plans for ladder place published to the county's website in december show options that include living history exhibits a research center and in-person interpretation one option presented in design shows of new visitor center new replica slave dwellings in a gazebo another design option shows a smaller visitor center public art and expanded parking the final design option shows no new visitor center uh with exhibited exhibits added in existing historical structures so it looks like now they'll be telling more about history and yeah. i think that's good that's what we needed i i, I didn't even know this they did other stuff there because when i went mm-hmm. as a kid we just got like a you know like a tour of like this is what a plantation is and what happens mm-hmm. here i didn't realize motherfuckers was getting married there yeah they have a rap, they have a raptor center there and right fishing and all that other stuff but you're right i've been there recently i just went to go uh fish but they had shut down all of the activities there because they were like saying we need to i don't know redefine what this is but like you mm. said people no matter what you do somebody's going to be unhappy yeah yep. and the, but the main thing is just tell the truth tell yep. the truth and you know let them deal with it and that's the thing let them deal with it and yep. they don't deal let with it deal well with it. which is yep. the problem yeah you know uh in the first place you know because they don't want to sit in it because it quote unquote make them feel uncomfortable guilty mm-hmm. but it's a thing the shit happened yep. and you can't erase it happening and particularly here in america black people as long as black people exist it's going to be a uh you're going to have to remember the history yeah and so this is why white supremacy tries to do everything it can to eradicate mm-hmm. black and brown people well particularly black people slaves and ancestors of slaves specifically because that, because if you eradicate us then you don't have to worry about teaching all this history because it quote unquote don't affect the rest of the groups even mm-hmm. though some of these other groups have actually been done wrong by the United States yep. too and you've actually paid these people in some way shape form or fashion you know you still may have dipped them but they got some I forms agree. of compensation yeah i think not everybody know, but some i think even when you get rid of you can't get rid of black people they that's not gonna happen oh, no. but i think that's why they're trying to get rid of the crt quote unquote it just marginalizes educating doing, people yeah. about history of united states in schools because it's like if you can't get rid of the people get rid of what happened to them by making sure you can't bring it up you don't talk about it you don't learn you know all right zero to a hundred oh i'm sorry um uh this right here gets a zero because i'm glad that they're reopening it i'm glad that they got rid of the weddings and things like that so you know i have no problem uh no problem uh you know uh with this at all and yeah i do agree if you know a lot of it is since we can't get rid of the people we'll just pass these laws yeah but still even with that the goal still is to i know i'm not i'm not disagreeing us. with you i'm just saying that's never gonna happen Agreed. so then they the next best thing is well then don't teach the kids yeah that's crazy so, so they yeah. just walk and, around and, and let their parents and grandparents right. die out so yeah, and it's, they and it's, won't pass the, it's one of the few things down. it's one of the few things you have to be careful because it's one of the few things i think a lot of black people unwittingly agree with white people on mm-hmm. conservative white people they agree with them without thinking about it they agree coming from a different place which is i never want to experience trauma i don't want my kids to learn about anything that makes them uncomfortable Da, 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 da. and so you would also like your kid not to learn about slavery they would like their kids not to learn about slavery and we can't have a country full of fucking idiots that don't know the history of the country because 
that is how you repeat shit that is how the voting rights act gets strict struck down because we 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 take our foot off the gas because we don't we we get tired emotionally and want to tap out and i don't think i think this is a time where you really can't yeah Mm -mm. that selective history thing just doesn't you know yeah learn this don't learn that i have one question roderick Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about it now but uh i saw an article um this week that asked the question why is it some black people and some prominent black people uh ident- um uh join this whole white supremacy um this they 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 accept and actually support the idea of white supremacy like say a Clarence Thomas or that Enrico guy who was with the proud boys or whoever he is and they mentioned several people like say Candace Owens people like them why are they so adamant that black people are the problem and that uh, white supremacy doesn't exist and like I said we don't have to talk about it now but I'd like to send you that article when I get back home you probably already read it but I just want you to think about it I haven't read it but I mean you know we talked about it a little bit Friday I I don't think it's that deep I think Me either. it's easy to go over there and be exceptional because um, you're one of the few and uh, one of the problems with the way we treat intelligence in America is that we treat it with a scarcity mindset meaning if we're in a classroom someone has to be the smartest mm-hmm. if we're you know when we have a graduation what we got magna cum laude's got to give a speech baccalaureate you know um we valedictorian yeah so yeah. we we treat we treat it like it's a, a precious commodity where only a few people can have it so what happens for stupid people is that they see only a few people get to be at the top because that means you're smart if you're one of the few Mm -hmm. so i think what happens with those black people is i could be among the 80 percent of black people that vote and support democratic candidates and democratic policies and stuff like that they're generally liberal leaning things that help the community yeah but then i'm just one of i'm eight of the ten but what if i could be over here with that one that 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 ten percent well now i'm the talented 10th now i'm smarter than you now i'm i'm saying my ability to be separate from the community means i'm better from the community you know as a kid that was kind of smart growing up everything i was involved in that was was for smart people always kind of took me away from community except for like programs specifically designed for black kids so like ap class i'm one of the only black kids in there in there um when it comes to like uh these after school programs and stuff like that the the things that bus you uh, to places or you got to drive out to unc charlotte i wanted a few black kids and guess what it's doing taking me away from yorkwood taking me away from my community so you start thinking like oh this is what it means to be smart this is what it means to be good this is what it means to be better and so Great many point. people take it to heart in that i'm not part of the community because i'm better than the community and i don't think i ever really lost that connection because you know the kids in my neighborhood and stuff it, I, they were still my social circle i never felt isolated from them yeah. yeah but some black people did and i think to this day you even hear clarence thomas use it as an excuse you're a fucking 80 year old man and you're still talking about uh they used to call me the blackest kid and like mm-hmm. yeah it, when you were 10 i used to pick cotton when i was three months old yeah like but you you <laughs> not that's so i think it's, it's no excuse for it 
and then of course it's lucrative right that's the next step absolutely yeah so so now that i'm one of the few black people i get paid for everything i rail against i say this is affirmative action well people don't think clarence thomas is an exceptional negro they don't think he's an exceptional human being but he's exceptional in that he is a black person when no black people would say what he's saying so he becomes exceptional by nature right i'm harlan crow is not lining up to give every black person some money but the one nigga that'll say i hate the blacks Mm -hmm. he got a checkbook wide open for him candace owens is not a very like she's never presented any point that made me think she was smart she's just willing to say stuff that isolates her from the community and denigrates black people and white people will pay a premium for that mm-hmm. in any of these dudes you know bomani could do this tomorrow he could come out tomorrow and be like actually i actually hate black people and they wouldn't care about anything he's ever said before mm-hmm. they put him on tv that night and be like we got another one y'all pay him all the money until the black people stop listening to him as well so um that's why i think they end up on that side uh at least from the experiences i've seen hmm. yeah i i agree and it's also you know one of the things to where i think that trayvon martin and george floyd and some of these other people i've realized uh with all the uprising there were a lot of black people who felt that way and then like the reality of shit started sinking in and they started looking around them and a lot of them for the first time came to realization of hey i got to get back to my people mm-hmm. and so this is why it, and, and my heart goes out to them because this is why you had a lot of people having a hard time looking at their white friends white family members white co-workers you know all these you know these places and spots that have always accepted them now when they have the conversation the conversations are completely different now when they have the conversation they start hearing shit that they ignored the other people mm-hmm. would be like nigga don't you hear that they're like nah mm-hmm. i don't hear that but now all of a sudden it's like the scales fell off their eyes for some of them and once the scales fell off their eyes the white people were looking around like you all of a sudden you've changed you don't change you ain't saying no they're mm-hmm. not and so mm-hmm. they had to for some of them had to sever and cut off relationships that they've had for decades yeah since they've been children you, and that's hard woke. to do you too def- <laughs> yeah we've definitely heard from people like that and you know it's you know it's i mean race is a head trip yes you it know is. it's, yeah, it's it got is. a lot of people messed up yeah. it's everyone thinks they have like different tactics i think i i've all the reading and shit that i've done all the thinking about it i've done i know where i'm at in life right now but uh, you know that could change and also other people are aren't there yet you know so i you hopefully people decolonize their minds or start thinking but it's hard because a lot of people get frustrated by that a lot of people get emotional about it and they rather run from it you know they're like a, yes. a kid at a it's like taking a kid to a big city they get ex- exhausted by just the amount of stimuli yeah they're getting activated because race is is that is that um at once imperceptible but also affects everything yeah true um all right now let's get into some guest race because we were just talking about stuff making it sound like we were too good you know but <laughs> it's time for people to understand that it's a lot of racism that goes on uh around these parts uh uh too and the, and the audience uh plays a big part of it um here we go
It's time to catch the race. 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 All right, guess the race time. You know how we do. We go around the the globe, find different articles, guess the race of the people involved. And uh of course everyone plays along. Does is on my dad, Karen, and the chat room. First story. A man was arrest of alleged killer was arrested after calling a housekeeper to help clean up the murder scene. Oh no. Uh thirty four. Now why am I in it? <laughs> that would be my question. A thirty four year old Florida man is accused of killing an elderly woman, then calling housekeeping to help tidy up the scene. The victim reportedly had an order of protection against her killer, Anthony Michael Carrado, who also accused of severely beating an elderly man Wednesday at Golden Gates Estate in Collier County, Florida. Well, damn. Deputy said around 2.30 p.m. he called a housekeeper to help him clean up the residence. When the housekeeper arrived, a blood-stained Carrado led her to the bathroom where the female victim was located. So he didn't even move the body. Oh! <gasps> wow. So she, he just like... That's privilege right there. They yeah, move yeah. Back. Housekeeping in there, you ain't even be like, you know what? I cut myself. Clean this up. They was like, nope. Here's the body and everything. Yeah. How did you describe the job on the phone? I know, right? Ah! A quick here. cleanup. I need somebody that can lift like about 150 pounds. Yeah, I know anything about biological waste. Yeah. <laughs> now, what do you do if it's like a lot of blood? <laughs> hey, not don't no don't ignore that screaming in the background. That's, they ain't worry about that. How to get rid of DNA? Yeah, <laughs> sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you hired me to dust. If I took like a, if I took one of them UV lights, would I still be able to see the blood when y'all got done cleaning or not? Yeah, yes, y'all got you any, would. Y'all got any bleach down there? Right. Bleach. Hope they know bleach. Don't take that away. How good are y'all with DNA? <laughs> the frightened housekeeper reportedly told Corrado she needed to run to her car for cleaning supplies, and then drove off. <laughs> Goddamn Surprise. right. Driving off, called a nine one one. Uh, Cause I wouldn't want to be next. I don't blame them. I'll be back. Right. I do this, and next thing you know, I'm dead. Fuck that. Yeah, right. Man. And then he got to call another house cleaner after they kill you. It's just a terrible know, scheme. Right. Damn. Uh, deputies and they be like, "This is the seventh house cleaner we sent out this week." This must be a serial cleaner. Said <laughs> uh, so deputies immediately responded to the residents when they located the deceased female. They found a male victim in another room wrapped in a blanket with Damn. severe head injuries. Damn. Uh, they also discovered a bloody hammer in the residence where they saw blood on the walls and floors. Hammer. Oh, yeah, I'm not cleaning all that up. Right. Up, up, uh, that, you know what? She drove away and she dialed 911. Yeah, y'all need to come here. It's a body. I don't know if it's real or not, but y'all need to come see it. I bet she got out of here. Blood is everywhere. She said, I'm going to work at the mall. I don't want no more house cleaning jobs. <laughs> uh, you know how they like to do. Would you like to call us back as a witness? Nope. Yep. Don't call me back. Yep. Lose my number. Yeah, just come right. up here. <laughs> I just wonder how much you was going to tip her. Because uh, I don't know not how. Not enough. Whatever I don't know how much you tip on dead bodies. I feel like it's more than 20%. Yeah. I tip, think so, too. I think he's going to give her the tip of that hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, like, now, nope. now I'm a, a accessory after the fact. Oh. Uh. Corrado, who was released from prison last year, had blood on his clothing when he was arrested. Uh, he was helicoptered to a trauma center. Uh, guess the race of Mr. Anthony Michael Corrado. White. Karen hmm. saying white. I'm thinking probably about 2,000% white. Can't, dad saying white. Let's check chat room. Ripped from the TV show, The Cleaner, Clorox wipes white. Not the cleaner. Word. Oh, no. Blanco. Sopranos, Italian white. Word. Bold and white. Um, all right. <laughs> the correct answer is 
and i'm gonna say white congratulations <laughs> privilege For the record, I would have also accepted white passing Latino. Um, oh, yeah. So I think he could have been that <laughs> as well, but he looks white to me. He looks happy. Yeah. yeah. He looks, he looks like he just killed somebody. He's cut his mustache yeah. out. Hey, you got, uh, you got some, uh, bleach. That's what he look like. He sound like. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know we can, we can count uh, on our hands. Hey, you, you got anything to get blood that stains out of carpet? It's just a front desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know we can count on our hands how many black people got servants. Uh, a DA clerk, uh, DA clerk at Massachusetts liquor store tried to cash a, oh, I'm sorry. DA, the district attorney says. Okay. Okay. I was, yeah, DA clerk at massachusetts liquor store tried to cash a three million dollar lottery ticket left behind by a customer a 23 year old liquor store clerk was indicted friday on charges that she schemed to steal a winning three million dollar mega millions ticket oh she stole it from the right person like somebody bought it and won well what happens is they bring them in the person takes another ticket and scans it and says oh you didn't win and then sometimes people just throw the ticket away you know they don't Mm -hmm. want it back so she held on to the ticket figured it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which is interesting yeah because my thing i thought you probably was caught on film you know because they record oh, yeah, all that yeah. shit yeah carly nunez of lakeville was indicted by a plymouth grand jury on charges of larceny from a building attempted larceny presentation of a false claim and witness intimidation her indictment comes after a four-month investigation that involved a thorough review of records video surveillance and witness interviews on january 17th the victim in this case is said to have entered savas liquors on bedford street in lakeville and purchased a bag of barbecue potato chips two mm. massachusetts state quick lottery picks for the mega millions lottery and two for the mass cash lottery they did their research they was like somebody find a receipt mm-hmm. the man added a multiplier to his mega millions to increase the jackpot prize Nunez, the checkout counter clerk, input the order into the lottery terminal and printed two lottery tickets. Nunez returned to the cash register and rang up the man's order totaling $12. Prosecutors say the victim left the store with his bag of chips but left all his lottery tickets behind the check counter. So maybe he gets it every day, he just forgot. Mm-hmm. That, But see, that's the worst person to take it from. Oh, because you know they're coming back. Cause, well, they remember their number. Oh, that's thing. right yeah. that's right they remember their numbers right like if that's a thing that's my guess is if he left right. it behind yeah. he, he doesn't enough to forget yeah there's a lot of that, them pick the same number yeah that yeah. wasn't a scratch off there that was a picking a lotto number where you my mama's birthday right i'm gonna hit it today that same evening the victim's identical numbers were announced as winners in the mega million drawing the victim then briefly searched for his tickets to check his numbers but concluded they were lost two days later a co-worker of survives 32 year old manchester new hampshire native joseph redeem Redem, i guess uh drove nunez and her boyfriend to massachusetts lottery headquarters mm-hmm. uh he also was indicted on charge of attempted extortion in connection with Nunez's scheme when Nunez uh uh presented the winning ticket at the lottery quarters a customer service worker noticed it was torn and burned but proceeded to scan it and inform Nunez and her boyfriend they won three million dollars the couple proceeded to embrace and celebrate shortly after cashing the ticket 
prosecutors say nunez and redeem were caught on surveillance video arguing in the lobby of the lottery headquarters an investigation revealed that nunez allegedly told redeem she would only pay him two hundred thousand dollars from the winnings mm. the argument Man, that could he make it outside the front door right that's Man. how people get caught in this if people start arguing about yeah we read one one time where the woman called and was like well i'm gonna tell you lied about the lottery that's how they end up know, getting right? busted that was the episode my mom was on yes so it's interesting a month later my dad's on the episode where these people got caught lying hey we should find out what numbers hey, they, they were, were fussing in the headquarters the argument was overheard a uh, couple with the condition <laughs> of the ticket and uh that was turned in and it made people suspicious she allegedly claimed she purchased a ticket near the end of her shift on january 17th that she mistakenly ripped the ticket when removing it from her purse and that the burn marks were from placing it on a pipe i put it on a pipe a uh, crack pipe <laughs> lottery officials ultimately told her they were gonna have to contact the police to launch an investigation mm-hmm. and she would receive her winnings when the conclusion was made yeah because that's a lot of money just to be giving somebody and y'all y'all out here uh, uh fussing two feet in front of us now the state police tracked down the victim for an interview and a lot of officials plan to get a victim the money for the jackpot because they right. got it on tape when the he bought the real ticket. winner yeah all right so guess the race of carly nunez uh hispanic all right a latino yeah all right let's latino. check the chat room see what they believe i agree um nunez is a hispanic name but i was thinking you know you can have a hispanic name and be your skin color can be black or white you know mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to go with latino okay or latina as they say okay. for a female um yeah I, there wasn't the kid from malcolm in the middle uh isn't his last name nunez yeah, uh the kid they that played married. malcolm yeah. mike uh what is his name it's uh frankie munez so frankie munez. interesting uh all right let's check the chat room see what they believe oh, uh she won an all expenses paid expenses paid three-year vacation latina arguing in the parking lot in front of authorities white passing latinos lotto latino mm-hmm. uh flaming hot cheetos latino latinx latino munez frankie munez okay oh okay munez okay i see munez, what y'all saying yeah. yeah i said nunez thank oh, you. you but uh yeah uh the correct answer is and i would have honored both answers here white or latino but i i think she's white passing latino let's see it that's her there yeah she's she she got that i'm getting ready to get paid look on her face that's <laughs> that's a mug shot man that's that's uh, interesting she's like damn and that's the dude that redeemed that's the dude who drove her there and then she uh, argued with him and now uh, he going he gonna get in yeah. trouble yeah that after the fact shit mm-hmm. child if i wasn't in the initial crime i would i'm not gonna get no mm-hmm. after the fact no all right i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like that woman i'm gonna be driving off call a 911 tell him to come get your ass why i wonder why she asked him to drive her i mean asked her right. to drive him Oh, right yeah. i feel like he must have been in on it he had to have been yeah um all right let's go to maybe he the only one had a car let's go to the bonus <laughs> round good yeah uh so far y'all are two for two. Oh wow how can i be racist about anybody or anything in my life how can i call them niggas just call them niggas <laughs> 
TikTokers walking into strangers' houses are risking their lives for clout in a new challenge. Is this real or is this like the Tide Pods? One person did and all of a sudden it's a phenomenon. It's called the trespassing challenge. Mm. This oh, might it, it, the, it's breaking the law in in the in the in the task. A group of clout-seeking bozos is being excoriated online after they filmed themselves illegally entering a private property in London for TikTok likes. With many critics daring them to pull the same stunt in the gun-loving U.S. Mm. Oh, you plan on getting shot? That's the thing we also should not be proud of americans mm-hmm. <laughs> like y'all was using it like yeah why you try that here that's not a good thing that, that you can't that's do right. anything without getting shot in america you could have made this any kind of challenge they could have just been like the trying to go to school challenge and we'd be like try doing that in america yeah you get your ass <laughs> fucked up boy try to go to the theater right yeah. <laughs> going to the club challenge it's sprayed like we're getting shot going to the grocery store challenge anyway a tiktok representative <laughs> confirmed to the post that the content was previously removed from the platform and would violate our community guidelines however the footage is still blowing up on reddit and twitter in the ludicrous pov clip captioned walking into random houses a group of men can be seen brazenly opening a gate strolling into the front yard of a house where they then enter the door which is slightly ajar alarmed over the intrusion the woman follows them inside and tells the owner named james to come to the front door right now the intruders repeat the owner's name and ask to speak to him, prompting the puzzled man to bound up the stairs towards them. Is this where the study group is? Asked the videographer, fading confusion, whereupon Jane says no and tries to escort them towards the front door. Undaunted, the Hellions boldly enter the living room and plop down on the couch, making themselves at home. Mm. At this point, James, clearly exasperated by the blatant policy violation, tells them he's got kids and directs them out the house. Oh, I thought this was a study group, the cameraman repeats while departing the home. Currently, while TikTok's community guidelines don't address trespasses specifically, they do mention the platform bans, the promotion of criminal activities that may harm people, animals, or property. Uh, meanwhile, of course, it made people shocked and disgusted on social media. One Redditor writing, oh my God, and they had their children there. These guys are absolute bastards. Another said, good way to get killed. Hope someone fucks these kids up, declaring another of the dangerous gang. Meanwhile, others dared the gang to try to enter someone in the U.S.'s uh, house. In Florida, that gets you killed, declared one viewer. Uh, you don't have to go inside in Florida. Just knock on the front door. Right. Pow, pow. Try that in Texas, another said in Twitter repost of the same clip. And my yep. thing is, it doesn't have to be a gun. They could have came down with any form of weapon or anything. Like, y'all literally broke into their home. Mm-hmm. They could have stopped you with a knife. You know, like, it don't have to be a gun. It's like you crossing property mm-hmm. and shit like that. And it's one of those things where would this person be wrong for you actually fucking with them? You yeah, know, right. they, you know, they got kids and shit. Like, like I this know, person right? was cool. You get shot in my Like, house. yeah, it right might now. have to end up being a <laughs> I'm brawl. right now, you want to do a TikTok challenge and have a funeral? Come to my house. <laughs> walk, walk in there on the night. Right. People scared. They don't know who yeah. you are. You feminine. them. Here's That's the right. audio from the clip. Walking into random houses at school. They're walking right through the gate. A lady's out there sweeping the sidewalk. Stupid. James? 
James. James. Hello, James. We need to speak to James. James. Uh, Bloody hell. Um, is this where the study group is? No. No. What the number is this? No. So that's what they sound like. Jolly good show. Um. So guess the race. Oh, everybody in this white. Yeah, I can't see yeah. no brothers. Uh, they would no brother would no better than walking somebody's crib. That pit bull get on your yeah, ass. Yeah, they didn't walk in nobody's black house either. Mm. That would have okay. been a problem. They got racism over there too. James, all right, isn't it? Uh, Lakita says, "I mean, a bullet in the ass. I'm changing. That's not a race. Oh, the proud entry sounds like white entitlement to me. Ain't afraid to die white. Colonizers and training white bruvs, breaking into people's home and the Pokemon tokens. It's a white shit." Oh no, that's a black London accent, dumb and black. In it, in it, blacks. So now people are saying black. Mm-hmm. Um, the correct answer is because um, I know when James came up the steps, he probably uh, said, "Do you want the smoke, bruv?" But the correct <laughs> answer is, and y'all both it. said, "Well, I both said white." He said, I, "You both missed it." I don't want any bloody smoke. Everybody. I got something to say about that. That's okay. the Clarence Thomas type of black, though. You know what I'm saying? The, you got privilege. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's the yeah. that's the kids there. And they thought this shit was funny. That's the, when they walked in the door. That's you know James, the white man. Bloody hey, hell! And Jan- uh, James would not have been wrong if things would have went sideways. Know, right? Y'all are in his property, yeah, dog. You got yeah. some time? They downstairs too. You got some time to load up. Right, he don't know if y'all in there to harm them or anything. Yeah, that's one thing about being young, just stupid. Like you, like you're yeah, not that. even considering that somebody would fuck you up for coming into their property. Somebody's gonna get their their social security. They're not gonna be around that long. That's Somebody also just be. how much nicer it is over there. Could be, yeah. That they was even. I don't think there's black people don't even want to go to the wrong house by accident by accident my nigga like you can just be like oh i thought it was 13 17 I, my bad i'm sorry and pow, pow, pow. and these motherfuckers in there chilling on this man's couch uh posted up they ran into the right white guy man that's all that is because british yeah. the british were imperialists man they took over the whole world enslaved indians and but i guess that's the, i guess you could make an argument that they was you know that was the good thing it's like how y'all like it because i mean essentially that's what they did to these True. Other places, they just refused to leave after. Mm-hmm. Was this that episode of Atlanta where the, where the, where the black people... Reparations? Yes. <laughs> no. Nah, I don't think so. But thankfully, nobody was hurt, and hopefully they yeah, don't do this that again. That could have went left really quickly. Yeah, I listened to this black podcast with like some dudes from, from the UK, and they were talking about it. And apparently, this kid in this video, I think, is a rapper of some type. Mm. Short uh, career yeah over here you get shot over there you get bloody shot yeah he said he was gonna stop doing it or something like that all right last thing sword ratchetness let's wrap it up get him this is my favorite part that's good. Ah! There you go, baby. Oh. 
a man carrying a concealed sword uh excuse me close this uh inside of an urgent care waiting room faces charges damn lisa's in the right place yeah get some help if, quick if you're gonna get stabbed that's the place to be stabbed i guess uh <laughs> you already help yeah no, really. they got it. i already got everything you need uh yeah according to records upon arrival officers were met at the entrance by a woman who claimed to be the man's wife she confirmed her husband had a sword in his possession the woman also warned officers he had a mental illness mm-hmm. i still want why was a sword around somebody that that has a mental illness why did y'all have that in the house upon entering the waiting room cspd officers noticed the man sitting with an unknown object on his lap concealed with a green cloth um they approached him he proceeded to uncover and reveal a sword subsequently the officers instructed him to place the sword on the floor return to his seat to which he complied with the sword secured on the waiting room floor the arrest report <coughs> indicates cspd officers took possession of it uh, to identify it correctly unwrapping it from the cloth and confirming that it was a two-foot bladed sword with indiscernible symbols on the blade's bottom portion after the discovery the man was arrested and transported to police headquarters for booking procedures hmm. During his interview at the police station, he stated he had purchased a sword from a pawn shop. Oh no! Just Not the see, pawn that's shop. what I'm saying. You like we have more rules. We have too many guns, but we have more rules on buying guns and swords. Uh, just two days prior, uh, he had not bought the sword out in public until that day. He went on to tell officers he didn't want to leave his sword in his vehicle due to the fear that someone would steal it mm. and that he did not have any intention of harming others with the sword and he was unaware of the, of the illegality of bringing it into the healthcare facility. That's what? He's meant to Don't, Ill, they, don't right? it says yeah. no weapons? I'm assuming that includes swords too. Yeah. Just because they only have a picture of a gun, it's not would, limited to a gun. I would never assume a sword is just a take anywhere type of thing. Right, man. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to the movies, hand me my sword. It's like know? if you got a pet rhinoceros, you want to walk in the <laughs> right. Wendy's or something. <laughs> right. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Bridget asked the last question, um, for my dad. How do you feel having a granddaughter graduate from high school? I tell you what, we spent a lot of time with her, nurturing her. It was, she was almost like our child, but certainly our grand, granddaughter, you know. So it was such a blessing and such a relief at the same time. I called her yesterday, and she said she was asleep. So I know she's uh, probably feeling the same way I am, relieved and relaxed oh. and chilling. And I want to, first of all, I want to thank everybody who contributed to her uh, her success in getting through school. A lot of people supported her both emotionally, physically, picked her up, took her places, spent time with her, including you two and her dad, you know, and um, so, you know, it's a blessing to have everybody involved to see a child reach this one milestone and prepare to go to the next one. So that's Dope. how I feel. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody who asked questions. Thank you to the chat room for showing up. Uh, happy Father's Day once again, Dad. Thank you. Glad so you much. enjoyed uh, Earthquake and the other Absolutely. dudes. Um, and I know you probably going. What you what you doing after this? Fishing or working or what? You know, your uh, uncle called me and said something about going fishing, but I'm gonna go back and talk to your mom and you know see what she wants to do. She might want to go out to eat or something. Okay. You know what I like about? Let's say this last thing. Mm-hmm. Your mom works some you know bizarre hours. She starts mm-hmm. work at, works from home. She starts work. At, she gets up at five after four. Starts work at four thirty. And by one o'clock, she's off work. But that's a long day, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of sitting. So about one o'clock, one thirty, she takes a nap. So I'll take a little nap too. You know, I've kind of gotten in the habit. And then about 
seven o'clock. If it ain't happening, it ain't gonna happen at our house because she get ready to crash. Out. <laughs> yeah, because you so, got yeah, because that, that time yeah. comes really quick. I get plenty of sleep now, so you know. Yeah, that's. I got to see what she's up to. Well, you have a great uh, rest of your. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm about to say, how does it uh, feel being retired? Like, how you? I'm want to know how you adjusting to that. Well, you know, I've always been a busy person, kind of like you two. I'm always. I got always got stuff going on, and um, people always people think that I just like you know uh, work in the garden or something like that, and I do all of that stuff. I still have a part time business where I do stuff for other people. And so I have stuff to do. At, I used to do some work every day mm-hmm. uh, up until maybe about two months ago. And then I started uh, cutting back to about three Good. days a week, you know. So, Slow it down. So enjoy life. I am. I'm enjoying it, you know. I truly enjoy it. And how do you feel about Duke's chances next season? Uh, we're going to be probably preseason number one, you know. And we'll probably uh, bring back Coach K <laughs> uh, for a little uh, uh, advisory role. <laughs> I, I don't know. We look we look pretty good, you know. I, um, you know they recruit well. I, what's his name is a good recruiter, so we'll, we'll see. We'll All see. right. I think Carolina's going to be ranked number. You I know, don't know if we're going to be ranked coming the top, to the season. Well, even in the top fifty, that's what I was maybe say, the top maybe. I don't know. Hubert Hubert kind of kind of let us down yeah. last season. Yeah, but uh, like you couldn't control all that other shit that was happening. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Well, he you know, it didn't bother me because honestly, once we did, we did the Duke. I didn't yeah, care. I know, right? It, no, your, that, stand, your standards are so low. That'll last him for years. Your honestly. standards are so low. I mean, if you you're know? the greatest school, I feel like that's saying oh, the standards are high. Oh, so <laughs> I'm, we beat the greatest coach <laughs> of all <laughs> time <laughs> in the last <laughs> game that he'll <laughs> ever play. And don't forget to against mention his Michael rival, <laughs> Jay's worthy. Name all them guys. He probably still he probably still get an attitude with his wife yeah, every day. He probably, he probably still mad about that thing, <laughs> and I'm glad. Uh, all right, y'all, we'll talk to you soon. Right. Until next love time, I love, love y'all. Love, love you. I love you too. Love you. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah.